Ultra. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King, one um, fallen soldier at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell. That's and, kind of a way to bury the lead, isn't it? Huh? It's one fallen soldier. Is just, he just not? Just a guy. Yeah. Is he not? Yeah. He is He is a fallen soldier. Um. Today, we're talking about Minute 119. Which starts with Aragorn um, still looking out over the um, the river, I guess. It's a yeah, river, right? be a river. Um, and all the boats and destruction. And it ends with um, Faramir being dragged back into Minas Tirith by a horse. Yep. Unconscious. One Two foot, arrows in him. One foot stuck. There's also an arrow in the horse. Oh, no. You can see it's stuck in the horse's armor on the same side that Faramir is on being dragged, where his foot's stuck in the stirrup. So uh, the third arrow missed him and hit the horse. Poor horsey. But uh, as we know from Boromir, it takes three arrows to kill a son of Denethor. (laughs) (laughs) And Faramir was only hit by two. What a lucky son of a bitch. It takes three and some time. Oh my god. That's true. Whoa. Weird. Yeah. And there's even a third arrow in the shot, which I think is really interesting. That is really funny. That, like I didn't notice that. That one hundred percent has to be on purpose, right? Yeah, no, of course. Just uh, there are three three arrows killed Boromir. We gotta have three arrows when we see Faramir's nearly dead body again. Are, are you sure there's an arrow in the horse? Yes. Oh yeah, there it is. There's hundred percent an arrow in that horse. Oh poor horsey! It doesn't look too affected. It's just striding in. She's like, I'm carrying all this dead weight. It's not dead yet. It's not yet dead. <laughs> he, he can, can dance, dance and he, he can, can sing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anytime someone says it's not dead yet, Brain. Right. Sings a song. Monty Python time. Here we go. Right. Spam a lot time. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> we get another good look at the gates, which I like. Yeah. I uh I really would like to see them i i would love to have seen them uh what these would have looked like when they were built because the the in greenish color leads me to believe that these copper the, or bronze. It's like copper or bronze so yeah. like these would have been shining like in the, the sunlight gates of Minas Tirith. right exactly against the they would almost look kind of strange against the all white though i think if it was like copper or yeah. bronze. well if it's copper especially i think bronze would be a little more it's a little more muted than copper. Yeah. You know, polished copper is incredibly shiny. Yes, it is. It's so pretty. Like a blinding new penny. But yeah, the the start of this minute, we are... Yeah, let's go back. We are still dealing with the aftermath of the Paths of the Dead. I, um... This moment feels like it, it drags a little too long. This isn't in the theatrical. With the ghost king coming out and being like, we fight. They leave it a mystery in the theatrical. Yeah, until he's just like, hey, what's up? Yeah, until they show up at the army. I don't, I actually don't um, mind this. I like this moment of vulnerability we get from Aragorn um, and Legolas and Gimli. Um, Gimli is kind of just resigned. 
I mean, Gimli's always resigned. Can I he's hit very, it with my axe? He's no. The, he looks right. the most calm and uh, together of the three of them. Yeah. Which is uh, a turnaround from what he was just doing. But at yeah. least he's not surrounded by ghosts and bones. Right. So maybe he's just happy about that. That must be so conflicting for Gimli, because he's just like, ah, yes, under the mountain. And he's just like, oh, God, dead people. <laughs> so many dead people. <laughs> and then he's just like, ah, yes, in the fresh. Wait a minute, I'm a dwarf. <laughs> Something is wrong. <laughs> just, uh, I don't, I don't think the effect of the Ghost King coming through the mountain wall is particularly convincing. Mm. I don't think that's aged very well. I'm sure that we all thought it looked good at the time, but it it's it is what it is. It's effects uh, like that just don't, yeah. Effects like that just don't look particularly great in daylight when you're like ethereal. Yeah, it's just harder to make them look convincing. I think the way he appears. This is also an extended scene, so it might not necessarily be as polished as some of the other stuff. Right. But that's just a thing that I noticed. That effect is very. I do. I do like seeing Aragorn vulnerable, though. You are right about that. Yeah. It's nice to see vulnerability in your hero because it helps you relate to them. Right. But at the same time, I just feel like after everything else with the Path of the Dead that we just kind of did minute by minute, this just feels like it just keeps going to me a little bit. Oh, I'm glad we're out in the sunshine. Well, yeah, that's great. I'm with great. Gimli on this. Right, yeah, I know. Glad, glad to be in the sunshine instead of back there in the Skullvalanche, but... Skullvalanche! But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Don't need... We're uh, we're out we're out from underneath those ragged old bones and we're we're good. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, when I watch the movie, I never feel like this part of the movie really drags. But doing this minute by minute, just like oh man, this path of that stuff takes forever. Yeah, I think um, to its detriment in this format. Yeah, doing it this way, I think, is really uh made me i doubt whenever we rewatch it i'm gonna be like oh the pounds of the dead Cause right because like, it's fine because yeah. when you're because really it's like nine minutes ten minutes of stuff yeah total. but that's still like way too long <laughs> right instead of like four or five or whatever yeah but yeah it but i think when you sit down and watch the movie and because the movie is already so long and you know that the extended edition is so long that 10 minutes just doesn't seem like anything when you're ready to sit down and watch it yeah that's true Though it is around this time where I'm just like, dude, are we not to the, the, uh, where, the, where the heck is the disc break? <laughs> it's getting close. Yeah, no, I'm aware. But. It's getting close. Grant. 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 See, I didn't even know that's what they were saying. Right? I believe it's Grant, which is the name, I think it's the, the name, name of the, the battering uh, ram. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is, was also the name of, uh, someone, Morgoth's hammer. Oh. Or someone's hammer. I think it was Morgoth. A hammer? I or might like be misremembering that. Because it's in the shape of a doggo. Right, but I'm I, I We're think, not even there yet. <laughs> but I think I think it's named after Morgoth's hammer, but we'll get there. I'll I'll look it up somewhere in between here and there. That's rad. Uh but I think that it's named that after a weapon of Morgoth. Um and I think I don't know if it's really supposed to be a wolf or it's or if it's supposed to kind of look like Glaurung. Oh, a dragon? The great wingless dragon Glaurung. Oh. I'm not hundred percent sure because I know they talk about that commentary, but I haven't gotten there yet. Right. So, we'll get there. Huh. It To me, it looks like a wolf. Yeah, it's like it a big... Looks, it looks like a warg It's got to weird me. little claws, yeah. But we're not even there yet. No. Um, we're, we're here. We get some... Look at some of the siege equipment heading to... We're here. Heading we're with here. Faramir. Right? <laughs> Deal with it. Oh, Faramir. Right? Oh, man. 
I wonder how many times David Wenham had to get dragged by this horse. How long has it been? <laughs> I, uh... Like, minutes. Like, it's been so long. 30? I think it's been, like, six weeks since we saw... No, uh no, uh What? Since we had, uh, who was on for that? Uh, Rachel was on for that. Yeah, it's, it's been, like, six weeks since It has since not that. been six weeks. Yeah, I think it's been, like, six weeks. Shut up, for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to look after we're done recording because I don't want to, like, stop. But like, It's been over four. What? Oh, my God. It's, it's been, been so long. <laughs> it's been at least 20 minutes. But I'm pretty sure it's closer to 30. Huh. Since the charge across the plains of Osgiliath. Wow. Because, okay. Because this is the... Is this... This is the second or third week without a guest in this little stretch. And then before that, we had Zach. Yeah. We, we had Tierney. And then Zach... And then who was before Zach? Uh, no one. Nobody. And, and then who was why before are we that? Talking about this because <laughs> it's just I'm just trying to I'm just trying to go yeah, through right, and right, suss right. out with you how long ago this was. I said I was going to look it up after we were done. I'm pretty sure it's like six weeks, which is that's crazy sauce. Yeah, it's been so long since we've seen Faramir. It 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 feels just like oh man, that was an age. All the emotional weight of that scene, like thirty minutes ago, is gone in this format. Yeah, right now. yeah, for real. Just... Especially after the Pounds of the Dead stuff. Right. Like, and now we're just doing this. But I, I just, I don't think I ever noticed before that there is actually three arrows in this shot. With yeah, Faramir. that's actually really clever and sad, but. Yeah. And again, they continue to avoid showing us more than just the full height of this door because there is no top of this wall. Ah. They just, it's just, the wall just has the door in it. I'm and really, it's just the back of a, of a set. I'm really impressed with like this wall that they have built though. Yeah, it's just I really a wall like with a door the double it. stripe on the bottom of black. I don't know. It, it's very. It helps like... break it up. So it's because instead of just being like one big long solid color. Yeah. Because I don't know. It might be a little visually boring without some accent somewhere in the it's, shot. It's interesting to me. Yeah. I mean, they do love their black marble accents in Minas Yes, yes, they do. So it makes sense. Yeah. And this is like a courtyard, so it makes sense to have some kind of design thing. Yeah. Around the outside part of this. You know, keep people. I'm actually eye. like sh- surprised that the um, at least the inner wall doesn't have like some kind of like mosaic on it or something. Yeah, around the store. Yeah, yeah. Especially because you mentioned the Byzantine influence, and you know the Byzantines yeah. are all about their mosaics, right? Frescoes everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. no. Like mosaic. Yeah, well, there's and frescoes, right? Like that's the thing. Frescoes are paintings. Mosaics <laughs> are. Um... Well, they're like tile. Yes. Tile. Yeah. But there were like paintings all over stuff. Right. I'm pretty sure. But there's like frescoes and mosaics and there's another thing. What's it called? Um, is it a frieze when it's like carving into a wall? I believe so. Like those are everywhere in like Roman and, and Byzantine. Right, but not, not Byzantine. And Byzantine stuff. Like, because there's, there's lots of like. Byzantine, Byzantine architecture is, is different than Roman architecture. Right. But it has a lot of influences because it was right. the Eastern Roman right. Empire. Yes. And that became Byzant- Byzantium. And like, so there's influences. So like Byzantine, Byzantine stuff is like a combination of. Greco-Roman and, uh, like, uh, Turkish and other, like, Middle Eastern influences. Yeah. Creates they love their mosaics. Byzantium. Yeah. And all the other stuff, like all the column work and all the big hive stuff. That's all from Rome. Yeah. I was just, I don't know. I like mosaics. They're pretty. Yeah, mosaics are pretty. They take uh, an awful lot of time to plan. Yes. So I gotta, it's, you know, paint by numbers. If every little piece was, you know... Super tiny, and you had a thousand of them. It's like paint by numbers, but you're making it out of broken pieces to build a puzzle. It's, yeah, it's really cool. 
just when I see particularly large mosaics made of really tiny pieces, I'm, my first thought is, how long did that take? Right? Like, wow. How long must that have taken <laughs> before they even started the planning stages? They just free, like freestyled it. I can't imagine. I I do not have the ability in me, I think, to even begin to try to freestyle something like a mosaic. Oh, God. Me neither. But, like... So the you, idea that someone could do that me. is I just... You know like, me. I, like, plan everything. <laughs> right. So, like, the idea that someone could do something like that to me is just, like, wow. Man, aren't humans great sometimes? <laughs> all this crap we've done. Polly G. Willikers. Human ingenuity and creativity. Wow. Art. <laughs> Art. Beauty and light. But yeah, I was just surprised. Oh, god damn it. I was just surprised that there, there's not like a really intense, like... Yeah, like there's not even like a painting of a tree on either side of the yeah, store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is kind of surprising. Because like there's a statue in this courtyard. Like this is what people would see as they leave Minas Tirith. Right. So like why not give... Like there's no design on the back side of the door. Right. It's only on the front. So like why... Yeah, if this is like a public square, it would make sense for there to be more decoration here. But there just I kind of think isn't. So. Yeah, that's weird. I didn't even really think of that. <laughs> that's just, it is weird that there's no other public decoration here. I don't know if maybe this was uh, a set that they built like a little later on. Probably. And they knew they were only going to, we were only ever really going to see it twice. Yeah. But I don't know, because that doesn't track with like some of the other with stuff any they of did. The, the Weta... They're just like, ah, let's make the mosaic, mosaic ceiling in Denethor's Hall. Right, just because. Let's, yeah, let's do the ceiling and then not have a glimpse of it. Yeah, just never see anything more than the barest hint of a corner That's of so it. That's so sad. It's like, ugh. Right? Because I can think of moments in scenes where you definitely could have seen the ceiling of the hall. Yeah. Just like a scene of Denethor mad with grief, like falling to his knees or something and like a really high camera angle looking up at the ceiling and like him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, that kind of crap. That would have been great. But no, and it's just, they don't bother. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, well. But yeah, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad to be done with the Paths of the Dead. Yeah. Uh, I feel like this insert moment with the Ghost King. Dude, yes. Uh, what is unnecessary. Um, what did he have to do? Talk to his ghost council? Like yeah, right. Like, exactly. I think. They they just like, they just, I was about to use an expletive, but they just, they just effed off and like, <laughs> they like had a team meeting. Synergy. Right. Got to promote synergy. Focus groups. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get some workplace management, promote synergy, inclusivity, <laughs> diversity. Oh my God. We're going to add an alpha human and a dwarf to our team. Oh my god. We gotta be inclusive of all cultures here in the Paths of the Dead. Right? Like, okay. For real, though. he Did he have to, like, consult with his ghost buds? <laughs> right. And I mean, from our perspective, they, we left him hanging for, like, two minutes. But, you know, in movie, how long were they actually sitting out there? Probably. How long did it take him to get out of the mountain? Probably a couple minutes. Yeah. You know, we don't really know. Movie time is weird. So, like, they're just sitting out there. The ghosts are having a chat. I mean, in an action scene. Right, but we don't know, like, how long that tunnel was. Oh, that's true. The that one that leads lets, out of the mountain. That leads out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, little details like that. Movie time is weird sometimes. Or, like, this conversation, you know, to us seems to only take a few minutes, but when then, then when it's, like, referenced later, it's just, like, we talked for hours. Like, stuff like that happens in movies all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. But, yeah, I, I feel like this insert scene, um, when they leave the Paths of the Dead, is ultimately, like, pretty unnecessary to the narrative. Because we've already established that, like, the Corsairs are a thing. 
And I think that this kind, I think this does kind of undercut how heroic of a moment it's supposed to feel when Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli jump off that boat later. Mm. I think this does undercut that a little. I By, like, seeing the army being like, yeah, we're going to fight for you, like, right here on the coast where these boats are. I hadn't thought about it in that context. Yeah. I don't know that I, I don't know. I'll have to wait, I guess. Yeah. It's just one of those things, like, because that's, that's ultimately the reason it's cut, is because it feels unnecessary, the narrative. Right. It was like this surprise, like, big fist pump moment when Aragorn jumps off that boat, and then the ghost army sweeps across Gondor. I don't know. I'm all for a moment that includes Aragorn and Legolas being boyfriends, so whatever. Right, you know? <laughs> Legolas puts his arm around him, and Aragorn just gently lets, lays his head against Aragorn's thigh. Uh, Legolas' Legolas's thigh. thigh. Yeah. I've never noticed exactly how Legolas's belt is tied until this very scene. I like the detail on like the leather. It's yeah. so pretty. It is. It's a nice belt. But I've never I've never noticed exactly how it's tied because it goes um the the extra part of the belt through the loop or through the it's not the loop, the the buckle goes uh underneath, back over and then behind the first fold. Yeah. And tucks through. It's just an interesting way that the belt is tied that I never noticed before. And I'm like, "Ah, oh, that's cool. I like that. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Just little things. But yeah, it takes three arrows to kill a son of Denethor. Apparently. But only one horse <laughs> to kill the sire. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that's true. I, I, but one horse. One horse I can't and wait a pyre to, to kill their sire. I can't wait to talk about murder horse, dude. Like right. Murder horse, murder horse, murder horse. <laughs> Oh my god. So, uh, we're from the website DuelingGenre.com. Um, check us out there, and if you haven't joined our Facebook listener group yet, uh, what are you waiting for, friends? Uh, search for the Fellowship of the Mic. It's also on, I believe it's linked on our official Facebook page. Um, that so sounds right. You can search either of those. They should come up. Uh, we're also active on Twitter, though not as much. Um, we are at LOTR Minute. If you are on the Twitterverse, uh, send us a tweet. We got a couple listener emails lately, and that was very nice. So yeah. thank you guys for listening and um, sending your thoughts and appreciation. It really makes this effort um, better. Uh, it's a monumental task. <laughs> yes. So that's, yeah, that was really nice. Um, and we'll be back tomorrow to finish out the week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>